Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Praise God. Calling us to go deeper and calling us to go further. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. One way you get there is by praying in tongues a lot. Spending a lot of time praying in other tongues. Make time in your daily schedule to worship the Lord and to pray in other tongues. If you don't make time, you won't find time. Amen. I was looking on my tablet there. I was trying to bring up the quote and I never could bring it up. Uh, Brother Hagen talked about how I think it was P.C. Nelson who said something to the effect that speaking in other tongues is not just an initial experience uh, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, but it should be a continual, ongoing experience. And I think he said something to the effect that it should be uh, just a, a, a well or a, a river that continues to flow in your life. It brings refreshing, refreshing in your life to pray in the spirit. Amen. So, so spend time praying in the Holy Ghost. Take a few minutes every day and just say, Lord, I'm just gonna worship you out of my spirit. And I mean, just begin to worship him in other tongues. And then as the Lord leads you and, 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 if, a, and if a need of some, of some kind, you sense some need to pray, pray that out in the spirit. It, it, it often doesn't take very long. And just spend time praying. I tell you what, it'll, it'll take you deeper. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And uh, it'll, it'll bring refreshing in your life that sometimes is easy to, to miss. It's easy to just to get busy and go through life and not experience those times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. It's important. I said it's important. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, you can be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lori, Pastor Angela tells me you have a real neat testimony about uh, ministering to somebody. Do you want to give that tonight or you want to wait? Praise the Lord. I think it'd be good, I think. Angela said it was good. Um, at work I of course they all knew my testimony because I told it up and down the hall and um, a lady was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, that they were going to have to do a mastectomy either partial or a full and it was up to her which one she wanted but each one had its own deal to go with and I said no you cannot accept that that's not yours. You need to stand on the word of God and the word says that you're healed. And you need to tell the devil to get out of here and, and tell him to leave you alone. And um, I just kept encouraging her, do, do not accept this. Do not accept this. So she went to the doctor uh, a couple days later and she came back and she said, well, the radiologist came in and said, I'm going to die of something, but it's not going to be breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, um, that, she was gonna, that she just was going to uh, do chemo to shrink it down to just a very small uh, 
sister note or whatever it is, and uh, they would take that, do a lumpectomy, and they're, she's not going to have to have a mastectomy. Praise so. the Lord. But it was just Amen. such timing. You know, God was able to, to uh, you know, use the testimony that I had to encourage her and to say, no, you know, let's not accept this. Amen. That's a doctor's report. Doctors are smart, but that's not the final word, so let's not take it. And she would every day, I'm standing on it. I'm telling them to go. And, in, go. and what she knew, I mean, for as much as she knew, she was standing on the word of God, and yeah. it was really exciting to watch her, you know, take that stand that she wasn't receiving it. So praise be to praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord is good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Let's just take a, another little bit of time here. Let's just wait in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Father, we just worship you. We just worship you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, who has migraines? Who is suffering from migraines? Who is suffering? Come up here. Go in the name of Jesus. Migraines, go. In Jesus' name, prefegade segrita de gias, a gross dose de vevri, a bedigum bravele membra ninda, aranese de gia gredes de dofre, vievre, bebedigo breeze, disease, de degrezis, de diambra, malambra, medicae frequis de croto, stofre, biepre, cateri, bofri, a peded catafra, memaradafa. Who has been uh, offered a promotion? Uh, somebody somebody uh, at work, you've been offered a promotion. Uh, 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 another another position uh, where you're working. Glory to God. Is that a, does that sound like anybody here? You is that you? Come up here. Praise the Lord. Now you tell me. You, you, I'm, I'm, I could be wrong. I could miss it. Anybody could miss it. But it seems like in your mind you've been wrestling with this. Well, I hope I can fill this position. I hope I can. I hope I have what it takes. I've been offered this this promotion, and I hope I can. I can. I'm, I can do it. And there's been some like doubt in your mind. Would that be? Not really. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, you're the Lord said you're up to the task. You're up to the task. Glory to God. Sukubarahasha, kreste friti kishtekre gedzuti provondi mofrandi men. Yeji Godo Husata, Frefe Venvendi Menefistio Coprofie Feferada. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. You're up to the task. Glory to God. Amen. Is there anybody else that applies to? Zefefevi de Kepiet. Does that apply to you? It's not what? Yeah. 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 Well, did what I say have anything to do with what you're sensing? Like the enemy's just trying to tell you, well, I don't know if I'm good enough or I can make it. Well, get excited about it. I mean, if you want the job, if you feel like it's the Lord's will for you, get excited about it because you're up for it. Amen, you'll handle it. Amen, glory to God. It'll be an easy step for you. Praise God. 
Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Um, there's somebody sitting here tonight with some kind of a physical condition and you've heard testimonies. You've heard people talk about how God moved miraculously in their behalf. You've heard even Lori talk tonight about ministering to somebody at work who doesn't know much about the word of God, but they took what they knew, they put it to work and it worked for them you're in the same boat. You're in the same category. It can, it will, it does work for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't slight yourself. Don't take a back seat to what belongs to you because what belongs to them belongs to you. Yeah. What they experienced, yeah. you also experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your expectation is what's keeping you back. Your expectation is what's keeping you from from grabbing a hold of that. Begin to expect exactly what the Word says. When you hear someone else's testimony, you said, that's exactly what I'm expecting. That's exactly what I expect. That's exactly what I'm going to have. That is exactly what is mine. And I will not stop. I will (laughs) not quit until I have exactly what I expect. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Leah. Leah, come here. I don't really know why, you know, but uh, but I, I keep seeing seeing your face, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pray for you. I don't know really what it's about. I figure the Lord does, so we'll just go that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord has brought you so many places and done so many wonderful things, so many unexpected things, so many unexpected blessings, so many unexpected promotions, so many unexpected opportunities, and he's not done yet. He's not done yet. You, like these others tonight, need to expect that when he puts something in your path and he leads you into it, you are up to the task. So just keep looking forward. You're not done where you are. There's right. more to come. Uh-huh. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Patrick, come up here. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just minister to him in the spirit. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Ha, 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 there was a day, <laughs> there was a day when people would have looked at you and said, he'll never amount to anything. Yeah, but God has something else to say. Yeah. And he has said it, and you have believed him, and you have sought him, and you are seeing the difference that he, walking in the light of the word of God is making in yeah. your life. Yeah. And so that difference that it has made will continue to make a way, will continue to, to carve out the path, will continue to have you move forward in the things of God. Keep your eyes on him. Keep your confidence in him. Keep your trust in his ability 
in him and not in you. And I'm telling you what, you'll put the rest of them to shame. Woo. When they said what they said, <laughs> they'll come back and they'll say, oh, we were wrong. Yep. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Wendell, come here. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the things God put in your heart many years ago that you thought were coming to pass pretty soon. And now kind of you, you begin to hold back a little bit and you begin to wonder, well, really, is it going to happen or not? Yes, it is. These other things are nothing but distractions. Nothing but distractions to try to keep you off what God has told you, what God is leading you into. So don't even pay him any attention. Know that there's grace for those particular situations. Grace to take you through. Grace to put you over. Yeah. Grace, grace to overcome the distraction part of it. And grace to move forward. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach or I'm going to teach right now for Patrick. And the rest of you are going to get to listen in. Amen. Glory to God. Patrick and the rest of you, turn in your Bible to 2 Peter. 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4 says, By which have been given to us. I see Patrick turning, so I'll wait. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Have you ever thought about the fact that you are a partaker of the divine nature? So we've been talking on, on, on Sundays, Sunday mornings about the new creation, what's in us, in Christ, what belongs to us, what's happened on the inside, what those new things are. One of those new things that's in us is that we have partaken of the divine nature. Now that doesn't make us God, not, I don't mean that in that sense. But just like a child partakes of the nature of its parent, we, are, we have, because we're born of God, begotten of God, we, you partake of his nature, Patrick. You've partaken of his nature, okay? Go over to, uh, uh, go over to 1 John and look at the first chapter. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal, that eternal life was, which was with the Father and was manifested to us. 
Patrick, he, he's talking about the fact that when he's talking about Jesus, that they saw him, that they were that they had physical uh, touch. They 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 lived with him. They they could handle him. In other words, this wasn't just something that was passed down from somebody else. They saw it themselves. And and what he was talking about was eternal life. The eternal life that was with the Father was manifested to them through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eternal life is the essential nature of God. That's God's essential nature is eternal life. Now go with me over to the Gospel of John and look at John 3 and a verse probably nobody knows Verse 16, John 3, 16. I'm starting verse 14. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. If you remember, Moses lifted up a serpent in the wilderness and he put him on a pole, put a serpent on a pole and it was a sign of judgment And when the serpent was put up on the pole, the plague that had broken out among the people, when they looked at the serpent on the pole, they were healed. Well, Jesus being lifted up, this isn't, this isn't, lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher, lift him up for the world to see. That's that's not what being lifted up is talking about. When it's talking about being the son of man being lifted up, it's talking about being lifted up on the cross in judgment that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but should have eternal life. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came to give us eternal life. Now, go with me to chapter five, John chapter five. And look at verse 26. For as the Father has life in in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. See, eternal life is resident in the Father. It's It's the nature of the Father. And when Jesus came here, that life that was in the Father was manifested in the Son. That was the thing that drew people to the Lord Jesus. They were drawn by miracles. They were drawn by his words. They they said, no man has ever spoken like this man. We don't know what it is. It was the life of God in him that really drew people to him. Now, uh, it's eternal life, and it's in us. If you're born again, the life, eternal life of God, the divine nature of God is on the inside of you. And go over to chapter one and let's start in verse one. It says, in the beginning was, if I walk over there, I keep getting a weird sound from that speaker. If, if in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, he was in the beginning with God. That's talking about, and we know in verse number 14, It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word it's talking about there is Jesus, okay? In the beginning was the word of God, the son of God, 
and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Do you realize Jesus created everything? Jesus created everything. Everything that was made was made by the word, the Lord Jesus Christ. We know him as the Lord Jesus Christ. Before his name was Jesus, his name was the word, okay? Everything that was made, everything that you can see was made by him. Now, here's the verse that I want to get to. In him was life. Now, there are different words in the New Testament that are translated life. There's words that refer to human life, ordinary life that people have. There's words that are translated life that really mean manner of life, you know, the character of somebody's life. But this word is the word zoe, Z-O-E, zoe. It's pronounced sort of like a D-Z, zoe. And it's, it's life that God has. It's God's life. Eternal life is God's life. In him was life. And he came that we would all have life. And the life that's in him when you were born again, that zoe life is in you. That's the divine nature. Now notice, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. In Jesus was life, and the life wasn't designed just for him. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. You could say it like this, in him was life, and the life was the development of men. Development here could be said to be Light, light here could be said to be development. In him was eternal life and eternal life is the enlightenment and the development of men. Now I said that to say this. Now I'm not putting you in this category. Pastor Angela said that people would say, you know, or, or might have said, well, you know, I don't know exactly how, how she said that. You know, that, you know, you'll never mount to anything. I don't know, you know, what she, exactly what she said. There was a, I started to, before she ministered to the next person, I started to interrupt her and say, I know what that's like because I was in that situation. When I was, uh, uh, before I got back into fellowship with the Lord, I was a wreck. I was such an underachiever in everything I'd ever done. I was just, I, I just was not. Now, I had the sense to hang around people, some people who were achievers, but uh, I was an underachiever. I remember as a, as a teenager, my best friend and I went to, and I might have told this story before, we went to apply for a job, summer job, and I think it was in the 11th grade, between the 11th and 12th grade. And we went to a place called Save-A-Stop. It was a distribution warehouse of some kind. And we just, you know, in the summer, we thought, well, we'll just apply for a job. So we went in to, to apply, and we were sitting in the, in the uh, uh, office there and they called me first and I went in and uh, if, you know we'd fill out an application turn it in a few minutes later they called me I went in and, and the man that was interviewing he said, he said son he said I appreciate you bringing this application in today he said but uh, we're not hiring he said we don't have any positions you know and, and we're just not hiring I said okay so I went back in the lobby and sat down and a few minutes later they called Chuck they called my friend he went in and they got, he got a job they weren't hiring but they hired him and they didn't hire me. That's, that's the kind of way it was with me. I mean, I was just an underachiever. 
But when Jesus, when, when in 1972 in Brooksville, Florida, when Jesus came into my room and revealed himself to me, it so changed my, my nature when that eternal life started functioning in me, it had as a child, but I had shut it out. When that eternal life started functioning in me, it started taking me to the top. I worked for the for the uh, uh, a company called Western Electric, part of the of the Bell system, and I was on the verge of being fired all the time. I mean, I had them, I had them counting. I, I made electrical connections, you know, with uh, uh, telephone connections with a little. A gun that looked like a drill and it had a bit on the end and but you would stick a wire a skinned uh, 20 uh, 18 to 20 gauge or 18 to, to, to uh, uh, 20 to 22 gauge wire you'd stick it in the end of that bit and you'd slide it over a, a terminal you know on, on a circuit and you'd pull the trigger and it, it, it'd wrap that that wire onto that terminal and I had thousands of those to do today. They were counting the number of my connections so they could fire me because I wasn't getting enough connections. And, and there were other things involved. They didn't like the way I looked was part of it. And I, didn't, and I had long hair. And back in 1970, 71, nobody had long hair in the phone company. And, uh, and I was a, and I was a, a, a smart mouth. I always, you know, I always uh, got into political discussions that I should have left alone. And, uh, I, you know, I, was a, I worked around a bunch of World War II vets and I was a hippie and they didn't go, that didn't go over real well. And they were trying to fire me constantly. And somehow I would always manage to sort of get around it, but I was being, they, it called being interviewed. When they called you on the job and said, uh, uh, Anderson, uh, supervisor, wants to talk to you. And I walked back there and he says, uh, uh, Andy, they called me in. He says, uh, I'm going to interview you. I, that was an official term for you've been called on the carpet. And, if you, and, and it was just a process. You had three interviews and you were gone. So what I'm saying is I didn't have anything going for me. And when Jesus came into my life, all of that turned around. It turned around in a very short time. I'm talking about in a, a few months. I started getting good reviews. I, I, I got uh, picked to take very important and very, uh, uh, you know, advancing roles right out of the clear. I was the same person. I hadn't even cut my hair off. Suddenly, everything started changing. I started getting opportunities. I started being selecting, selected for this opportunity. That. I got moved from the branch I was in to a, a section of what we called PBX where I could get out of the telephone big house, they called it, the big office, and go around and start working. And from there, I got to go overseas and work. I was given assignments in, in, in Taiwan and, and traveled and, and, and was in training. And when I left, when I told them I was leaving to go to Bible school, they were so upset with me. In just a short period of time, what was that? That was the life of God that had started functioning in me. The life of God is the light of men. There was another man that I went to school with, a, a young fellow, and, uh, he and he was a grade behind me, so we weren't close friends. His name was Ralph. And uh, 
we went to the same high school, but like I said, you know, I was a senior and he was a junior, so, you know, we weren't in the same class. And so we kind of hung out with some of the same people, but not exactly, but it was all the, you know, the drug crowd. This, this guy uh, had taken so much, so many drugs and had been, uh, he was such a, a dope head. This was in 1971, 72. He was such a dope head that he was laughed at by other people behind him. The other druggies laughed at him. You remember the, the uh, uh, cartoon, Beetle, Beetle Bailey? There was a character in there called Zero. <laughs> it wasn't too bright, you know. People called him Zero behind his back. When I got back in the fellowship, the Lord started going to church. He was going to church where I used to go and where I came back where there was a revival on and he was there. He gave me my first Kenneth, first Kenneth Hagin book. And I'm gonna tell you, God did such a, a remarkable thing in his mind. I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't, he, I'm telling you, it was a transformation. God did such a remarkable thing in his life and it was nothing but the eternal life of God working in him. He could, he could preach and teach and he could remember scriptures he couldn't, before then, he couldn't hardly remember his, his, his address, you know. And he could remember scriptures. He could quote scriptures, Bible verses that I've never seen anybody since like it. You, we would test him sometime. We'd, we'd read some obscure scripture over in, you know, in, in Jeremiah or something. We'd say, you know, Ralph, I was looking for a scripture. And you'd quote part of it. And he'd say, yeah, it was Jeremiah 13, 12. He'd look it up and sure enough, it was. I said all that to say this, the life of God. I, I wanted to share that with you because that's what she's talking about. The life of God in you is gonna take you places. Amen. It's already transformed your life, but it's not, you continue to walk in light of the life. That's what I'm saying. Continue to walk in, in, the, in the light of life. Continue to walk in that light and it's gonna take you places further than you even can imagine right now. And then really that's available to anybody. That's available to anybody. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, that's a good enough message tonight. If I, you know, if I start from now, I did, you know. <laughs> this is a late start for me. <laughs> I don't want to start on another segment. And you don't either. So let's just stand up and enjoy what God's done tonight. Amen. <laughs> See, the light of life is working in me too. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. You know, just a short time after that happened in my life, we had a layoff at where I worked and they laid off by seniority, you know, up to you know, years of service and they went to the next you know, uh, uh, shorter amount of service and they got up to my, and they didn't keep anybody in those, in those sections or those time frames till they got to my uh, service date and the union had, had negotiated a special, or the company rather had negotiated with the union, I should say, uh, a, a special provision that within each uh, uh, seniority group that they laid off, that the company could te- keep 10% of their own choice, that, you know, just merit-based. They could just choose to keep. In the, in the a group of people that had, had hired on after me, who had shorter time service, times of service, they didn't keep anybody. When they got to my class, my, my group, they, they kept me and one other person in the, in, the rest, in the entire company locally of hundreds of employees. They kept me and one other guy. Same guy they were trying to get rid of just a few years before. They kept me. And the other guy they kept was, he was the Okay, there was my local supervisor that I reported to and then there was his supervisor and then there was the next supervisor. This other guy that he kept was the next supervisor. The third one up was his brother-in-law. Little nepotism. They kept him and they kept me. I didn't know anybody in that company, but I knew the Lord and I had the life of God in me and it was working. Glory to God. Amen. For all of us, put the life of God to work in you. Walk in light of the life, the nature of God. You have his divine nature. It will make a difference in your life. It will take you before important people. Amen. Praise the Lord. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.